How can you best help a friend when they're going through hard times? Today on Unbroken, we're going to give you some tactical, practical ways to bring the most help when your friends are hurting. Do you have a not so perfect life? I mean, we may look like we have it all together, but the truth is we all have stuff. Unbroken provides a brave space where we women can take off the mask, share our secret struggles and our secrets to success. Unbroken, doing life better together. Have you ever had a friend going through a really rough time? It could be problems in their marriage. Maybe they are caring for a sick family member or they're having struggles with a child, tough times at work. I mean, we are not short of hard times. I do think we're lacking in how to best help our friends with hands-on help. Hi, I'm Janae. And I have certainly been through my share of hard times. I have also been the friend who has tried to help my friends through hard times. And I've missed the mark a lot. So if today, as I'm sharing these strategies for you, for helping our friends through hard times, and one of these resonates with you, do not beat yourself up. I have been there. And if you are one of my friends and I am listing something that you have done, this is not about anything you've done to me. This is more about things I have done to others that weren't most helpful. My heart was to help. And I think as women, that is often the space we come from. We want to help. Sometimes we just don't know how. So I want you to think about a friend that you have who is going through or has been through a really rough time. One of the worst things we can do is say, it's going to be okay. Because guess what? (laughs) In that moment, we don't need to hear that it's going to be okay. What we really need is to feel heard and understood. A tactical way to do that is to say, I'm guessing you are feeling, and then insert the word you think they're feeling, because, and then insert the why. For example, I have a friend who is currently going through a hard time with a kiddo. And something I might say to her is, I'm guessing you're feeling really hopeless because you have been trying for a long time to disciple this kiddo. In that situation, I empathized. I tried to relate to what I think they were feeling and why they thought, why I thought they were feeling that way. That is a great way to show empathy. Empathy is not, hey, I know how you're feeling. No, no, no. When someone is going through a rough time, we need to keep it about them. Yes, maybe we can relate in some way, shape, or form, but we can't ever totally know how someone is feeling in that moment. So let's not pretend. Now, what we can say 
is instead of saying, I know how you feel, we can say, hey, a while back, I went through a similar situation and I think it might be helpful for me to share a couple of insights that I learned. Would you be open to hearing it? And what we did in that situation, number one, we shared our intention with opening up about some of our own stuff. It's not to turn the table back on us, but rather it is to form that connection, that bond. What I know from firsthand experience, both on the giving end of trying to give help and on the receiving end of needing help, we need to feel heard. We need to feel understood. And that doesn't mean someone is right there with you in terms of what you're feeling. It does mean that someone has maybe been through a similar experience and maybe there is some insight and wisdom they can share with us. But it's just about finessing our words so that when we're helping, it doesn't do more harm than good. So I just talked about don't tell them it will be okay. And don't tell them, I know how you're feeling. Those things are not helpful. Another thing that is not helpful is saying, what can I do? I can't tell you how many times I have asked the question, what can I do to help? Someone's just experienced a death in the family, or they've had a child in the hospital, or their husband has just said they're going to leave them. Uh, All of these are scenarios that I have been on the receiving end, um, not personally, but with a friend who's gone through those scenarios. And I often, what can I do to help instead of just showing up? Years ago, I got COVID and I had a friend, I was going to get a test. And before I even got the results of the test, she showed up and put food in the back of my trunk. She didn't want to get close to me because this is when we were in the height of COVID, didn't know a whole lot about it. I don't know that we still do, but back then it was even worse than it is now. But she just put a bunch of food in my car. Everything from groceries to uh, homemade meals that could be put in the freezer. And I can't tell you how much that hands-on help meant to me. Um, Recently, I had a friend who went through a loss. And I said, can I just show up at the house? This was a couple of weeks after the person had passed away and just help you clean the house. Or I'll do that for you, knowing that it was going to be really painful for that person to go through the memories of the loss of a loved one alone. So jump in and help. Another thing that we can do is don't ask about it all the time. Years ago, I had a friend who had lost her job. And every time I saw her, I was like, so so have you found a job yet? And she finally said, hey, Janae, I know that you're praying for me and to find a new job. And I am so grateful for that. And I'm going to let you know when I have a new job. You don't have to keep asking. 
And in that moment, it was just this light bulb of, wow, common sense is not always common practice. Common sense would tell me that she is going to let me know when the tides have turned and I don't need to keep asking. But yet my common practice was to just ask her every time I saw her because I thought that would show care and concern. So what I learned to do instead was say, hey, I know that you're looking for a job and I want to ask every time I see you and I know that's not always helpful. So just know that I care about you. I'm concerned about you and I'm not going to continue to ask because I want you to feel comfortable sharing at your convenience. And this can be even with Um, a loss. It can be with somebody going through relationship struggles. Any difficult situation can be an opportunity for us to share our care and concern and not have to ask about it every single time. The next thing I would like to suggest is plan some fun. I know that when we are going through tough times, life can feel so heavy. And sometimes you just need to have fun. Years ago, I was walking with a friend on the beach and it seemed like a great moment for a deep conversation. But I was so thankful that I had a tiny bit of wisdom in that moment to say, hey, I'm really wanting to check in with the situation with you and your parents. Do you want to talk about it? And she said, no. I'm really having fun in this moment and I don't want to think about it. And I was reminded how in the heaviness, sometimes we just need to lighten it up, maybe with a fun activity or with some humor, not to diminish what they're going through, but to just take a mental break, perhaps a little bit of an emotional breather. The next thing, Do not share someone else's story with your prayer group. Oh, friends, I have been guilty of this so many times. My intention, my heart is to help. And I'm thinking, well, if one prayer is good, then 10 prayers must be better. For example, I have an unbroken group, um, an in-person group that we are piloting so that we can roll out these unbroken groups all across the globe eventually. And in this group, we have women walking through some really tough things. And I am grateful for the growth in my own life because oftentimes women will reach out to me one-on-one to share stuff. Maybe they don't want to share it in the group. And I have learned to not just go post that prayer request, but rather to say, would you mind if I shared it with the group? And then if they say, yes, you can share, are there any parts that you don't want me to share? So that way I'm allowing that person to share their own story. And if they need me to step in and share for them, I have asked for permission. Many times people are sharing with us, with you, because they trust you. And when we go and share with a group, even when the intention is to pray and to be helpful, 
it can actually be hurtful and it can cause women, I'm speaking for myself too, to put our walls up and then not want to share. And then we're going to go into isolation, which can lead to depression, which is not helpful anytime, but particularly in hard times. So don't share. It is their story. Even if the person has shared on social media, you you may fall into the trap I've fallen into where I'm like, well, they shared it on social media. It's public knowledge. It's still their place to share. Now, while I'm suggesting you don't share it with the with the prayer group, I am suggesting that you do pray for that person. And when I say I'm praying for you, to me, those are not just words. I am going to commit you to prayer. For me, I'm going to find a scripture that I can pray over you. And guys, there's no right way to pray. But I have found that when I am praying, it's just my words. But when I pray God's word, those are truths that I can pray, um, knowing that God's word is not going to return void. My prayers might, just because they're my words, but God's word will not. And so find a scripture that you think will resonate with them. You don't have to be perfect here. But if someone is going through a broken heart, guess what? Google scriptures about a broken heart and you'll find one. God is near to the brokenhearted. Send that scripture her way. And don't just check in once. I know recently I did a verbal vomit with a person and shared some really hard things that I'm walking through. Yes, I have hard times too. And I was so grateful that this person continued to check in. Not like needing a whole update, but just, hey, Janae, I'm praying for you. Here's a scripture I came across. Or sending me a card in the mail. The card was maybe just the words of Hallmark and then her name. But those check-ins did two things. Number one, help me to not get a shame over from sharing because oftentimes when we share those vulnerable parts and we don't get the check-in, the enemy can try to use those against us to say, see, she doesn't care about you. It's too much for her to deal with. So check in frequently. The second thing that does, it reminds that gal that she is seen, she is heard, and she is not alone. Gals, I don't know what you're walking through, but I know that myself and a lot of other women that I know, who I know, are going through really hard times. And so my intention today is to give us some tips so that we can offer full help, full hope in hard times. Now, next time, we are going to be talking about some things that we each do to women that will really be hurtful. And it's something I'm guessing you do because you're breathing. So you won't want to miss it. Thanks for tuning in today. And if any of this has been helpful for you, do you mind sharing it? 
Um, that's not for me to get more likes, more downloads. It is so that we can all be equipped to be more support so that we can do life better together.